Hold on now, repeat what you just said. I said that our happiness in this city correlates and it's connected directly with the success of what the Seahawks have been, say, the past 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Right? Okay. Bro, if you get on social media right now, right, and you deal with Seattle, people in Seattle, there's just so much negative information going around, but it's all directly tied to the Seahawks not winning. Because I've already done research and went back and be like, well, what was you saying around this time last year? What was you saying around this time? You know me, bro. I don't, I'm, I'm not tripping. I'm an old man. I'll roll up a couple and I'll put the hour in. I'll give you an hour of my time just so I can know how you really think. Yeah. And man, bro, this is amazing, bro. This is mind blowing. This is mind blowing, bro. We, we, we hinge too much of our happiness off of things that just don't really have anything to do with us, right? Like, I'm a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. Any loss that we have hurts me. But you talk to me every day, bro, like, I'm in a decent place. Am I in the best place in life? No, but I ain't mad at nobody. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not running around looking to be negative every day. There's no need for it. Y'all don't need me for that. Yeah. So, yeah, bro, that just crossed my mind. I was just noticing, bro. So the Seahawks are, what, three and five, right? Bro, three and five, man. The Seahawks, like, four and eight. Or three and eight. I don't know the record. I know that we done lost a lot more games than we won. Yeah. And, yeah, they put them little playoff charts up. Oh, man, that shit don't mean nothing. Like, if you if you got three more losses than you got wins, man, you playing in the playoffs. Like they just put your name in the thing because they got to play a certain amount of teams up yeah. to show the ranks. Yeah. But I mean, just because they put your name on the screen, that don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, and so like the Seahawks, like uh, I was looking at some of the things this morning. <laughs> And they were saying like, "Oh, Russell's leaving." Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll. Yeah, uh, Pete Carroll leaving, Russell leaving. Uh, basically, like we're gonna have. A, my whole thing is this: this, you know, we gotta be real careful. I mean, as a fan, uh, no, as as what we talked about is idol worship on the last pod a little bit, touched on the last couple, idol worshiping, and also, also, um, the, the okie doke, and the okie, mm-hmm. and the okie doke is, if you remember, uh, you look through history as far as these sports teams, and I think that may tie into some of the anxiety you're talking about, is a back, yeah, they, they, have, they have a fear of if the team loses or the team tanks, which a lot of people say a lot of the moves didn't make sense. So if the team tanks, uh, you know, the owner died. So they're like, oh, they're going to try to move the Seahawks out of town. It's like that kind of like that anxiety we got after the Sonics left. Like it was such a. Oh, man, bro. When the, when the Sonics left, bro, this was a sad town, bro. I wanted to. I ain't gonna lie, bro. 
I came real close to moving to Harlem, my nigga. I was just like, man, it's too sad here, bro. Like, yeah. over basketball? Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're looking. Yo, bro. They're, well, they're, look, I never, they're looking for a hero. What is that song, Tina Turner? We don't yeah. need a, Yeah, they're looking for a hero. And... We don't need another hero. In their life. We just want to find a way Exactly. Home. It's kind of like... All we want is what's beyond. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to <laughs> Tina Turner putting that... Tina bang. Turner was... Hey, she was blowing, nigga. That banger out. That's a banger. <laughs> That's that touched no into we do what I like. That nigga touched <laughs> into the soul. She touched into the soul <laughs> with that. Hey, bro. That's funny. I forgot. Like, bro, she really she sang that song. From the depths of Nutbush, Tennessee, bro. She, yeah. That's funny, bro. I forgot how much she put into that song. She wasn't playing yeah. over that Thunderdome shit. Yeah, and that opening. Well, a lot of this, a lot of this ties into what we're talking about, especially, especially even even Waterworld. That's what Seattle is. Oh uh, yeah. Well, Seattle's yeah. kind of Gotham. You know what I'm saying? I look at Seattle. Oh, bro. Yesterday. Okay, because you know we setting up the uh, shelter. Okay. So yesterday was my first day moving my shit in. I need to bring you up there. It's a lovely thing. Not, nothing but black staff. It, it's amazing. Okay. But I went outside yesterday because I've been in the crib for oh, the past oh, For the listeners, days. though. For the listeners, what's the name of the shelter? Oh, it's Cairo. It's on 16th and Yesler. K I E R O. It's a black, black male homeless shelter. Uh, I, I believe will eventually grow to house families. But as of right now, they're focusing on black males because. Um, and the, and you know what? It's hilarious because the space is ran by black women who feel that. Black men don't get assistance and they're completely marginalized in the street. You know, this and the third. So yeah. they wanted to create their own media to fill a void and a gap, right? So yeah. I respect that because that's what this is about. It's about giving black men some sort of resources. Because yeah. you can't really give them much else. So yeah, we doing that. But Yesterday when I got out the house, bro, straight up, it felt like Gotham City. That's yeah. where I felt I was. I was all like, all we need is the light. All we need is the bat light to go up right now. And yeah. it's up. I'm waiting on the penguin or the sandman or bang. Yeah. I'm waiting on any of y'all to just pop up. Yeah, because we had all we've had all time rainfall in the city. It's the most we've had in history on recorded record. Really? Yeah. yeah. I need to know that. Really. Yeah, it's been raining a That's lot it. in Seattle. And all this is in Seattle for the listeners. So, Seattle, Washington, United States. But, uh, yeah, like I was talking about before, and that's good work you're doing. And everybody, if you know, if you can contribute to that, to, to the project, to the uh, 
shelter uh, locally, go ahead and do that, man, because, you know, it's a really good thing, and, you know, it's putting words to action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing, because we do we do talk a lot, you know what I mean? And uh, sometimes we think that all this talking is really some profound shit. Yeah. You know, I, I see it all the time on social media. Somebody will say some shit and they'll be like, oh, thank you such and such for saying that. I love when people stand, uh, you know, stand up for us and I'd be like, damn. So nowadays standing up for something is saying something on your Facebook page and then you get, then you just leave and like you go do something else, right? So you'll, you'll be on Facebook, you'll say something profound, then you'll flip over right into the Nike app to order the DS Jordan ones where it's all like, so after you said the profound shit, that's all the work you gotta do? Yeah. Like, you don't gotta, you don't have to do nothing to establish action, yeah. but nah, you don't because you've already been given your flowers. Yeah. People already said, you're standing up for us. Here's what you said. I know you ain't taking no action, but I like what you said, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. Man, bro, I'm gonna say like this: Don't y'all ever give me that. I don't. I don't ever. I don't ever want that type of credibility where I could just say some good shit and y'all thanking me. If I say some good shit, be, I put some action to that shit, homie. Yeah. Oh, you already are. Oh, okay, cool. That makes it even better. But yeah, that's part of the main thing with this, bro. Social media is the new difference maker, right? Where if you say enough profound stuff on social media, they'll put you in the circles of the people who take action because you said so many great things. You can just segue yourself into this endeavor, and I I don't know about that, bro. Yeah. You feel me? I if feel if the public if the public got to find a way to include you in being active. Man, you need to reevaluate not necessarily what you say, but if you found a way to become the main dude talking on social media, I don't see how you can't find find a way to make yourself the main dude in action. That don't make sense to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, man. So the move. Yeah, bro. The Seahawks ain't the Seahawks ain't good. Everybody's frustrated. Nobody's happy. Yeah, talking about returning their, uh, returning their jerseys and stuff. Man, I'm keeping all my shit. I'm keeping all my math. I paid I'm for to mine. Buy... Ain't nobody. I ain't returning nothing. Ain't nobody gave me nothing. Shit, I'm trying to buy some more. Shit. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, Man, look. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting on there to. I'm waiting on everything to go down. Yeah, man. Knock all these prices down, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, cause I'm trying to get the clearance. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the clearance aisle, baby. Yeah. Put up, put up some of them Mitchell and Ness silver Seahawk coats. Yeah, the puppy. Don't get it from their site because I try to order some stuff and they, they oh they they don't know how to run a website. Oh uh, man, bro, they always be sold out, bro. Um, the other day I was on there. Well, not the other day, but a couple weeks ago. And the first three pages of Seahawk gear was all sold out. You had to go to page four. <laughs> yeah, 
What was she thinking with that commercial, King? Like, I didn't see no commercial. What commercial? Oh, you didn't see that? No. Ah, oh, bro, get online and pull that up, bro. Uh, Whenever you get a chance, bro, get on YouTube yeah. and pull that up, bro. In the debate, he was talking about something about a commercial. Yeah, bro. He's a fool with it. Yeah, he tore her. He tore her up. My yeah, that, that commercial. That commercial shot her in the foot, bro. She should have never, she should have just never done that. Uh, uh, the thing is, is that what we got to understand, it's so okay to attack black men that sometimes we don't know when it's the wrong time to do it. There's nothing in life that doesn't have a wrong time to do it. Yeah. Right? There's even a wrong time to run up talking about you love your kids. Uh, that's like if it's your kid's graduation. Man, don't run out there while they walking to hug them and congrat. Now's not the time. Wait till it's over. Yeah. When I was right? when I so was what happened with Gonzalez, yeah. what happened with Gonzalez, bro? Okay. She just did the commercial at the wrong time. You, <laughs> it, it was the right it was the right whip, but you was in the wrong lane. You on the right highway, you headed north, but you 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 was in the wrong lane. Yeah. Let's you see. took the wrong exit, Bruce Hill. Yeah, Gonz- yeah bro. Gonzalez, I think she's from like, like from like Yakima or something. Come on, man, you already know, bro. So, you already know she's from fucking Kennewick or something. Yeah, she been, she been. No, I think I looked it up. She's, oh, but she's like, she was on the city council, man. She was responsible for a, a lot of this mess that Seattle's. Seattle's a hot. The streets, the homelessness, the uh, drug addicts, the, the police, uh, lack of police. Uh, somebody was saying something like they're getting their house vandal, their house broke into, and the police don't even come. Never. 
Oh, mm-hmm. non, they cut down, they shut down the line for non-emergency calls. So you can't, I guess it's due to staffing. Because, you know, I work up in the uh, government. So, look, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they had a December, they had that mandate for the jab. And people were supposed to turn in their cards and stuff and show the cards to HR. And so I guess some people didn't. So they extended it to December 3rd. But at my agency, yo... <laughs> Uh, can uh, they this fired the people? Wow! So there's like a couple hundred. I'm thinking they got rid of. I'm wow! Like, yeah, this out of the book because they and thought. This is, and this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with the city, bro. Like, but but what's wild? And people can say what they want because I already know the you know the the certain people's response immediately going to be like, well, this long ago, there wasn't no vaccine. And, but here be my thing, bro. Here be my thing. I know a lot of people. And when I say a lot, because I got 10 fingers, once I get past every finger, I'm dealing with a lot. I know over 10 people, bro, who've been vaccinated and still ended up in COVID protocol, bro. Yeah. So, what was the vaccination for? Oh, it wasn't to protect you. That protects other people. Oh, so I'm taking a vaccine to protect the next individual. Yeah, and then they talk bro, about, imagine, they're talking about making us get a booster. You a car. What'd you say, Rich? They're talking about making us get a booster already. Uh, I mean, man, bro, I don't know, man. Like, this vaccine, I thought a vaccine actually prevented stuff. Like, I've never I've never quite heard of this, bro, but maybe I don't really know a lot about vaccines. Yeah, and they're taking liberties since they can make people get the jab. They're talking about health care especially forcing people even at a work at home remotely to get the uh flu vaccine which they says largely been eliminated which is wow. even more weird why would okay wait hold on so they had the flu vaccine and this and they eliminated a majority of it that's what i mean there was what a, you just said? yeah let me look it up yeah, like that's crazy. Like, why would they, why would they do that? Largely, because that's wasting money. That's wasting money. If you already created the vaccine, it's almost like milk, right? If if you a dairy farmer, it's not free to destroy milk. Yeah. If you a potato farmer, it ain't free to destroy potatoes. Look that's how it. come up at the Tacoma Dome. They was giving away a million pounds of potato. Because it's more lucrative to just give the potatoes away than to actually pay to destroy them. Okay, so look at this. It said, New York Times, the flu vanished during COVID. What will its return look like? So basically, flu at 25,000 in April to, let's say, uh, March... To 2020, 25,000. So it's basically zero 
it, it flatlined from April 2000 to the present. <laughs> it like below 5,000. So it's basically saying, it said 2,000, it said about 2,000 cases, and this was published April 22nd, 2021. It says uh, there have been fewer, fewer influenza cases in the United States this flu season than any on record. About 2,000 have been recorded since late this September. 2,000 total. In recent years, the uh, the average, you know, about 206,000 for this time period. So you got really got to ask yourself, so yeah, COVID, but the flu disappeared, and many people was saying that the COVID was like a flu. Or they was treating flu as COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll cover it. But no, I got this thing. I got, hold up. I got it right here. The Bruce Harrell campaign thing. I'm going to play it. I don't know if you can hear it. Let me see if you can hear it on here. No doubt you're seeing all sorts of ads on your Just TV give me like a and second. mailbox, too. Fox 13. Go ahead. Cruz is here to talk about the remaining days of the campaign. Yeah, and there are some ads of racist including in the race for Seattle mayor, where an ugly part of the city's past is being brought to the forefront. Just days out from the election, Lorena Gonzalez is defending herself against accusations of racism over this ad. I was sexually assaulted five years ago. The person who attacked me was never prosecuted. So it was horrifying to me to hear Bruce Harrell defend Ed Murray. The ad references Bruce Harrell's defense of former Seattle Mayor Ed Murray, who was accused by multiple men of sexual assault dating back years. He is going to show up work every day. At the time, Harrell, who was then the city council president, suggested Murray should not be judged, quote, for something that happened 33 years ago or maybe didn't happen. It is that statement that Gonzalez is now attempting to use against him through the voice of a white rape survivor. Bruce Carroll has repeatedly sided with abusers. As a survivor, I could never vote for him. But prominent members of Seattle's black community say the ad plays into racist stereotypes and gives the insinuation that Harold is someone to be feared. Take it down, Lorena. Your anti-blackness is showing. This damage to me cannot be undone with a simple apology. Ooh. I actually think she should be It was more than a... No, really, but I, but it's all right because I know I'm going to hear it, you know, when I need to. When you run this show. So I ain't worried about it. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's basically the rundown. But see, if many on the East Coast listeners, if you look at Bruce Harrell, like I saw some people when I was down south about Bruce Harrell, and they looked at it and they were like, they were like, he's black? And I'm like, yeah, Bruce Harrell's black. So for the listeners, if you look it up and you try to scroll by, he's just really light-skinned. Uh, so he's a black, he identified as a black man. So. Yeah, hey, you know what? I, I so love I so love how you segue into this because yeah. here's the thing. See, since he identifies as a black man, people say, oh, he's black because you want to try to tell him he's not black. But if he identified as a black woman, right, and he, and he did all that stuff, <laughs> y'all wouldn't dare question yeah. anything. I just wanted to point that out. See, when a black man claims to be a black man, we question that, but a black man could call himself a black woman, and you can't question anything. Ain't that some shit, bro? Yeah, like the Disney commercial I was watching, and the only black person they had in it was Billy Porter uh, in Cinderella. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, no hate, but I'm just saying that's what they did. Everybody else, but then they just pop, bro, they pop bro up in a dress saying something sassy in the segue. So, you know, you see how they try to do. But uh, I got to run. We'll uh, okay, continue this later. Yep, yep. Hit me up later. Let's continue. Okay. All right, bro. Peace. Used to make real progress on the challenges we face. My father was one of City Life's first black union linemen. My Japanese mother was cruelly interned during World War II. Their fight for equity and justice informed my legal career, standing up for workers and small businesses. It drives my public service to work for you. The homelessness crisis must be our first priority. Finger pointing is frustrating and inhumane. As mayor, no more excuses. I will take charge and take responsibility for action. Here's my plan. Real action to accelerate current city spending and secure $140 million in federal relief funds to provide immediate housing and services and clean up our parks and school properties. And is projecting that Bruce Harrell is the mayor-elect in the city of Seattle, talking with Harrell over the campaign trail. He has told me that his life story has prepared him for this moment. His mother, Japanese-American, a internment camp survivor. His father, African-American, grew up in the Central District, took in the Harrell family into the Central District at a time of redlining in Seattle. And now King Five is making the projection and Bruce Harrell himself as the next mayor of the city of Seattle.